go. All right, let's do it. Welcome to the Whiskey Boys podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm John. And if you came to this podcast wanting to hear about whiskey, you better just turn that little cute butt around and walk back out the door because this is not a whiskey podcast. No. This is a friendship podcast. Oh. Masquerading as a whiskey podcast. (laughs) All I could think about was the Transformers. What is it? Robots Robots in in Disguise. disguise. (laughs) Robots in Disguise. Just friendship in disguise. (laughs) (laughs) Friendship Uh. in disguise. Dude. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the the deal. Look, we are going to talk about whiskey, but especially on this episode, it's going to be like five minutes. See, but here's the thing, though, is it's not only the fact that we're gonna talk about the whiskey at some point. That's not the reason why they come here. It's it's that by the end of the conversation, we've consumed enough whiskey that hopefully the conversation is more interesting than what it is at the beginning. Right. That's I mean, true. That, yeah. I mean, no, that's that a good like, point. You know, that's that's fair to say. Like, because I know some of our conversations have gone off the rails by the end because. Uh yeah. We've definitely been, been uh, been a little tipsy. So. No, you're right. Yeah, that's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean that's that's where Whiskey Boys came from, you know, was the two of us plus like three or four other guys all getting together, hanging out, drinking whiskey, having conversations. Sometimes they go off the rail. Sometimes they would go off the rails because we would have all had like a couple glasses of whiskey by that point, maybe a Going beer or two. Off the rails on the crazy train. <laughs> he said. <"Doo-doo-doo-doo." laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah i just finished I mean, my my tall beer so there you go We're oh my gosh now. see i i thought about getting we ran out of beer and we ran what? out of seltzer all i have now other than whiskey is that is that seltzer with the tequila i mean it sounds like you got to do it I don't uh, know sh- should i just, just do it go go get it all 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 vamp you're gonna vamp go for a second. Yeah. I mean, I'll go get. S- All right, I'll go get some. I'm going. Pure pressure. Go. I'm going. All right, go. All right. So now that he's gone, finally. Jeez, I never thought he'd leave. Guys, we all know why you came to listen to this podcast because you want to listen to me, not Shane. Shane sucks. Don't worry. I'm the one that does the post editing, so he's not gonna hear this. I hope he gets a good laugh when he post-edits this. <laughs> oh, he's back. Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm back, and I've got... Uh, we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about this later, but I have Salsa Agua Fuerte Spiked Sparkling Cider with Salsa Tequila. I like it. Mango flavor. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. This stuff is weird, man. It's kind of nice that you're drinking something mango-flavored because without giving it fully away, I'm drinking a tropical hazy IPA right now. Ooh. And I said I finished it. I, I lied. It's There's like there's a little bit left. There's a, there's a good like two sips left. So Okay. All right. But anyways. Fair enough. Well, yeah. uh, I don't know what you said while I was gone. I don't want to oh, know. Only good things. 
Good, good. That's that's all I wanted to hear. I mean, really, just tell me what I want to hear all the time, and that that'll work out great. Yeah. Um, ignorance is bliss. Uh, today, finally, we've been we've been vamping and and teasing this this thing and and <laughs> tussling it and tickling it for unintentionally by a the few way. weeks now. Unintentionally, <laughs> maybe you know. I mean, hey, you know. Sometimes you just gotta give it a little tickle. You gotta give it a little tease. Get, yeah. We're talking about the podcast. Yeah, uh, it's all business. Uh, we're Ooh. talking about uh, me. We're talking about me. The, gr- uh, <laughs> the great outdoors. We're talking about the great outdoors. We're talking as in about the movie, which is a great movie, by the way. I don't know it. I've never With seen John it. John Candy. Are you kidding? And Dan Aykroyd. I don't oh, think dude, I've so seen good. it. Okay, well, anyway, moving on. I mean, is is that like it, Uncle Buck or is it different? Yeah, dude, it's just like Uncle Buck, actually. Just picture oh. Uncle Buck, but also with Dan Aykroyd. And it's, Uncle Buck is the one where he eats the steak, isn't it? Is that no, the one that's, where he the, eats that's the, the Great Outdoors. That's the Great Outdoors? Well, yeah, there you go. The great See, outdoors. I can't even remember which one's which. <laughs> Uncle Buck's the one, well, Uncle Buck's the one where... Uncle well, Buck's the one with the dirty dancing, where the neighbor comes over. Yeah, and she, yeah. She's with doing the, dirty and, dancing. Well, I was gonna say the giant pancake because he makes a giant pancake. Oh yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is, so the but you yes. said giant steak, but yeah, no. So okay, so you've seen Great Outdoors. Anyway, it's I a guess great movie. I've, I've I've at least seen parts of it because I know I've seen that it's a, it's that scene movie. with the steak. But. Yeah, and chicken so anyways, wings, right? Is there anything about chicken wings? Mm, is that maybe. a different movie? I feel like that might. I be think a it's a different movie. movie. Uh, and chicken wings, uh, maybe. I feel like eating they're, contests are fun. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Um, well, anyway, uh, yeah, we're we're not talking about movies. We're talking about no. actually going out into the great outdoors and uh, and uh, learning about yourself and learning nature. about the great outdoors. Yeah, nature, survival to a certain extent. Um, you know, I I, I think um, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna turn this up just a little bit actually. Just gonna bump that up just a little bit because it seems yeah, a little God, quiet. You're so, you're so quiet. You know, I don't know. I mean, I could. Oh my goodness, I that might have been a bad, bad move. I'm going back down. I'm afraid now. My goodness, you're, you're scared of heights. We really need that to hire a high. sound technician to do all of this for us because I yeah, don't know what be, I'm doing. That would be so convenient if I could just sit down at a microphone and start talking and not have to worry about my own sound. Oh my goodness, that would be amazing. Wow. If only if only we were famous. If you know only, if you're yeah. famous, you can just be like, I'm gonna do a podcast and people will actually offer to do the engineering for you. Yeah. Like you could be like takes, I'm a famous person, I wanna do a podcast, and people will be like, Oh, I'll I'll uh, run that for you. Yeah, I'll run it. They'll do video, audio, they'll promote it. You, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, and then your manager just pays them out of your bank account or something. I don't know. They yeah. Just, I don't, I don't know how it works. Cause I'm not rich and I don't have a manager. Not rich what it like must that. be like Jeez. to just have a manager. Like you yourself have a manager. I mean, that would be cool. That would be cool. I my, that, you know, it, it's not the same as having like a, like an assistant, you know, an assistant would also be cool. Yeah. We just need a Jamie is really what we need. Yeah. We just need a colleague that is in charge of this other shit. Yeah. I don't even want someone that like is below me, above me. I just want someone that is of equal importance in the podcast that just just knows that just can do this shit. You know who we need? We need a Zach Bailey. 
somebody who has no interest in being in front of a microphone, but who wants to make it work. That's you know, true. it's like he's like he's like our friend, and he knows his shit, and he's like I don't have any interest in like being in like the spotlight, however much spotlight there might be. I just want to, I just want to make it work for you. You know, like we need somebody like that. We need someone who, you know, and, and obviously that, that is a little bit difficult when we do it like this, where we're not together, but yeah, one of these days, one of these days we'll have Zach or somebody like him. Yeah. Even, 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 you know, a Wayne Anderson, Wayne, Wayne was a great guy and Wayne still is badass. He's not dead, but. No, yeah. Well, I mean, I just I don't talk to him anymore. I just haven't talked to him in a long time. Sure. But, yeah. I yeah. mean, he was awesome because he knew he knew his shit, and he also like played. You know, he was like running the soundboard, and then he'd also hop in and play flute or saxophone. Yeah, that was awesome. And he was legit at it. And then like that was on Sundays, and then Monday through Friday he was a rockets engineer. It was like, oh, okay, so like you succeed at everything yeah yeah you know and i feel like he could get this podcast to to star level if we just gave him the opportunity yeah i think so and if we changed everything about it wayne i'm gonna send this to wayne (laughs) okay (laughs) he'll like that he'll yeah he'll like this i don't know if he i don't i don't i haven't talked to him in a long time i don't know what he's doing i hope he's good I'm not Wayne, if you're sure listening, I hope you're good. I'm not entirely sure he'd remember me. Nah, he'd remember me. Hey, yeah, he must, I, right? I think he would. He's the kind of guy who remembers people because he, I feel he's like, like he a, does. He's like he's a good guy. If see, Wayne's the kind of guy that if he doesn't remember you, he'll still pretend like he remembers you. Sure. Yeah. Like he would definitely be like, oh, totally. Yeah. From oh, absolutely. I, How you I doing? I think so. Man? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. He'd be like, "How are you? How's your family?" And you're like, "Do you, you're just do you like, know my oh. family or like?" Really He's like, "How's Taylor doing?" You're like, "Oh, well, I'm yeah, okay, so you do know." <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, you, oh, man, you, I just guessed. Oh, I just, I just threw that it. name out there. It was a total guess. Total guess. Well, all right. Uh, so we've managed to kill ten minutes without talking about the outdoors. So let's get into this. Let's Shoot. get into it. Um, so so yeah. you desire to be in the outdoors more. Yeah, and like, I think I don't know if it's because of like covid or if it's just because i'm getting i'm i'm getting older or something i just find myself being discontent with the constant onslaught of like content that has been created coming at me and the constant feeling of sort of like having my brain like plugged into this like network of people and and like the world you know like it feels like when i pick up my phone in the morning my brain is like plugging into like the freaking thing in the matrix you know with like the big old thing that's like sticking in the back of their head you know or their neck or wherever it is it feels like that where it's like i wake up and it's just me and i'm just i'm alone i'm i have my thoughts and i'm just i'm there and then as soon as I like start reaching for that phone, it's like my brain is like, okay, I want to I want to connect in with like all the th- all the noise and the things that are going on outside of m- me, 
you know? There's news happening. There's YouTube videos happening. There's people fucking posting on social media nonstop. There's, and, and like, there's all this stuff going on. And I guess I've been conditioned or I want to uh, feel, I feel like it's necessary to be connected in with that stuff and to know what's going on and to be a part of that. But I find myself more and more just wanting a break and wanting to be away from that and wanting to be out somewhere that's not made by people, you know? Um, and also I actually, I think I cut it out of the, the episode when we talked about this, but that TV show alone that I had been telling you about that's on uh history channel where mm-hmm. they're just like, basically, well, they're alone. Um, and they're, they're out in the wilderness. It'd be like Vancouver Island, like out completely by themselves and they're filming themselves the entire time. So there's no like weird, like reality show bullshit. Like they just give them like a shit ton of batteries and like GoPros and they're just like, okay, like film yourself doing everything all day. And like, so like sometimes it gets really weird, but like it is, you get to experience you get to watch somebody just be by themselves. And I found myself being like, I want that, you know? I want to be away from everything where it's just quiet. Uh, unfortunately, as of right now, I am woefully out of shape. <laughs> so I feel like there, there's a few. So that that kind of segues into there's a few different aspects to this whole thing right um there is the activities which i would say are kind of three categories um one of which is maybe a combination of the two others there's hiking there's camping and then there's backpacking which i would say backpacking is basically like can be considered a combination of hiking and camping Mm -hmm. um you kind of end up doing both um Hiking, I feel like backpacking would be, like, that would be, like, my goal is to, like, actually go on a backpacking trip. But I would need to get, like, into a consistent thing of, like, hiking and maybe even go on, like, a couple little camping trips, too, just to, like, remind myself. Like, I haven't done it since I was a kid, you know? Like, we've we've gone hiking, like, a couple times a year over the past several years but it's very far between. So I know, so, and so then there's the activities, there's the fitness part of it. So what actually physically is required of me or of anybody who wants to do this? And then there's the gear. What gear do you need? So I'll ask you, which one do you want to start with? <clears throat> um. So, well, it actually, it doesn't matter to me. Actually, I'm, I'm intrigued by all of them because they're all things that I have, that I enjoy um, talking about with other people and discussing on different levels with people that are either currently doing those things or people who have never done those things and are curious about it, or even to people who I have told, like, oh, I've gone backpacking, and they laugh because they don't realize that's a thing, you know, and they're like, you know, and then I tell them, and they're like, yes, so you're hiking. No. Well, no, yes. It's not the same. But no, it's yeah. not the same thing. They're like, 
well, yeah, you're like hiking and then you like stay overnight and then you come out. I'm like, okay, yeah, but you're like carrying all you like it's a different thing. It's a whole different it's thing. It's a totally you different know, thing that you're that you're doing. So, um, to be quite honest with you, it doesn't. I can start wherever. However, the one thing I will say from just something I was thinking of as you started talking about this, um, when you said as you watch that show alone, you you just look at like what they're doing and you're like, I want to do that. It's interesting because when you think about the human existence, uh, for the most part, we live super comfortable now. Like in the last... So comfortable. I mean, even in the last 50 years. I mean, because in my yeah. in my grandpa's time, they had outhouses that they had to walk to to go to the bathroom and they didn't sure. have electricity. So right. like, that was... I mean, they had electricity, but it wasn't like central air conditioning and stuff like we have today. Yeah. So really, like the comfortable living that we have has been only recently. So when you look at the last like 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years and, and even further back, if you want, it's been very primal. It's very you have to catch the food you're going to eat. It's, you know, surviving in the outdoors. It's <clears throat> if you didn't have a conversation with someone, you don't know shit <laughs> like you don't yeah. know what's happening with other people unless you hear it, right? Um, and so I feel like there's part of that that we've been experience we've we've been exposed to that for so long that we now long to go back to that kind of a lifestyle. Even if it's, I understand like dropping everything and living like that forever is not what we're talking about. But just to experience it for a weekend or a couple times a year, or whatever, just to like disconnect. And go out. So it definitely makes sense to me why you want to do that. Because I think it's like almost just like in our DNA to want to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. And I'm, I mean, I think the, and you know, part of it too for me is uh, I didn't feel this way for a while, but like the past like six months or so, I mean, I drive all day for work. And I'm out driving and I'm looking at these mountains around us, whether it's like the Tucson mountains, the the Catalinas, the Rincons. I, I drive down to like Rio Rico and Nogales and mm. I'm like driving through like those like southern mountains down there and stuff. Yeah. And it, I'm just like this. I've lived in this this place for 30 years and I've never appreciated how beautiful this place is more than I do right now. Like I... I just love, I love it. And I find myself just being like, I want to go in there. I want to go, you know, dig around and travel through those mountains and those hills and just run up and down them, you know, and just like yeah. be out in it, you know? Um, and so it's, yeah. If I lived in the middle of Phoenix, I might not feel as much that way, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I don't get a chance to like really see where i could be you know yeah but like driving around here it's like there's mountains everywhere and i'm like yeah. i just want to go up in the mountains you know so well and that's something too like you know for me um kind of the same thing it wasn't until i started backpacking and hiking a lot more and things like that to where i really appreciated the mountains for what they were you know you'd always hear people you know oh you know i have a great mountain view it's like whatever like I was born and raised here the mountains don't mean anything to me as far as a, a, a scenery because I don't know what it's like living in super flat land 
Um, but as I've gotten to, you know, come to appreciate them, I can tell you one of the, like, just something, and it's, it's kind of like an ego kind of thing, I guess, but like one of the things that still blows me away, which like, again, sounds kind of egotistical and stuff, but like the Rincons, I can drive anywhere in Tucson and point at the Rincons and go, I started at the base of Speedway and I hiked to the top of that mountain and back in a three day period. You know, I went to the sure. top of that mountain at the yeah. very well, not technically the very peak, but to get to the actual peak is kind of a bitch. So there's another spot that's like a hundred feet lower or whatever in elevation. But you know, eighty six hundred feet, whatever, yeah. or eighty four hundred feet, um, which is also it's funny because then you look at the ring cons and you go, those don't look as big as the Catalinas when in reality they're actually pretty close. They're they're actually almost the same elevation. So. You know, that same elevation of the peak that I hiked to on Rincons is called Spud Rock. That equivalates to halfway up uh, Ski Valley in the Catalinas. So basically, imagine starting wow. at the base of the Catalinas and hiking up into Ski Valley. So sure. it's like, it, it's kind of yeah. all, wow. but you can look around and you can go, damn, that's a crazy accomplishment that's tangible that you can look at and you can go, holy shit, that's really cool that I just did that and you know whatever group you're with you experience that together because most i mean i've only ever backpacked with people with other people i've never done it solo i'm not crazy like tyler is but (laughs) um you know so it's it's cool it's like one of those things you get to experience and and the high like the adrenaline rush you get when you're at that top and you look at what you've been able to do uh it's amazing i mean it's like one of the coolest feelings that i've actually ever experienced and sure. you know you only get that and it's kind of funny because i don't know if you remember it's kind of they point they like poke fun at it but it's kind of true like you remember in the office when andy comes back from his solo remember yeah he goes, yeah know, he's on solo yeah he's yeah. on solo and yeah. you know he comes clocks you know the yeah but dude it's so true when you come back man like you just have a different outlook on shit like sure you really do and yeah. uh yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm done with that. But so yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I totally. And that's you know, that's an important part for me. And it's also just, I mean, I just I sit at desks all day for work, and I sit, you know, I I sit here and and play video games, and I sit at my drum set and play drums. You know, like. I spend so much time with the things that I like to do and I enjoy to and I enjoy doing sitting, you know, and I just want to get up and move and go do something, you know, but I yeah. hate running around in my neighborhood, you know, <laughs> like right. it's it's a drag running around in my neighborhood, so I, you know, but it and sometimes I wish I just lived right next to a trailhead, you know, cuz I feel like I would just go a lot more often, you know, it's different when you have to hop in the car and drive 20 to 25 minutes to get to a good trailhead where you can actually, you know, actually do some hiking or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so, and that, that maybe, maybe that we'll, we'll hit the, the physical part. Let's let's talk about the physical part a little bit. Physical part. Um, Okay. Let's talk about that because, um, you know, like I said, I'm horribly out of shape right now. Um, and so what, 
what do you think? I mean, you know, I know I want to start going on like runs more consistently, even just taking the dogs for walks more consistently. And I know that stuff is like helpful, but I mean, is it kind of, I, my guess would be, you know, from the little bit of hiking that I've done, like I said, a couple times a year would go on like a few hour hike or something. Um, it seems like the more you do it, the better your body gets at doing it basically, you know, yeah. like, cause, cause you can't really prepare yourself for like what your body has to do to go hiking because so much of hiking is so like asymmetrical, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, you're like doing like half like climbing. You're doing a lot of like calf work, a lot of like leg work stuff. That's not the same as just like walking up a hill, you know? Right. Um, and, and, uh, and so I don't know. I mean, I, I think you had mentioned last episode or the one before, like, yeah, after you get done with your first backpacking trip, you know, physically there's some things that you probably should expect yeah yeah i mean so i think the biggest thing is is just doing it which it's kind of it goes back to like the whole idea of like oh how do i lose weight well you just gotta eat healthier and do exercises like you can't like there's no yeah. magic i mean there is magic pills and then you end up gaining the weight back or whatever right like there's yeah there is shortcuts but really to to effectively like train and stuff like that you really just have to kind of do it you know so really as far as physically goes to prepare for um you know anything like that basically what i would say would be um which we'll get into the gear a little bit you know, probably in a little bit, but, um, is getting a backpack with weight in it, just starting light, you know, start with, I well, really, you could just start with no weight, just go on a hike, you know, just start sure. there ground yeah. level, just start, you know, even go for a light run in your neighborhood, something like that, but then go for a two, three mile hike, you know, yeah. there and back. Um, and then, and then increase that hike to either further distances or higher elevations, you know, and, and, not necessarily higher elevations at a gradual incline, but at a steeper incline, you know, find sure. trails yeah. or something that are going to really force you to go higher up in elevation at a quicker pace. Um, but, you know, assuming that's something that you could, you can get comfortable with that pretty quick. Like, you know, give yourself about a month. You'll be cardiovascular wise. You'll be pretty good. Like you'll feel good. You can go on a longer run, whatever. Sure. Um, at that point is really where you would start like, training for backpacking where mm-hmm. i would say you know wearing you know a pack of i would say start at like 15 or 20 pounds sure you know and then you just go um and you just go hike with that on and you'll notice r- pretty much right away that like this sucks <laughs> like yeah right. doesn't feel good um and then you just kind of do that and you can kind of gradually work up to that if you wanted to Um, or even run with like, that's kind of something that I'll do is run with that weight. Um, sometimes consistently, not, not necessarily training for backpacking. You need to do that, but that's just something you could do if you wanted to. Um, and definitely not any like crazy heavy weight, but just, you know, extra weight. Cause it just improves, you know, it's just like a weight vest, you know, you see guys running with weight vests and stuff like that. You're kind of doing the same thing, except all the weights hanging off your back. But, um, you know, a lot of legs, like even if you just wanted to do like workouts in your home, doing like leg workouts, you know, squats, lunges, you know, that kind of stuff, just strengthening your legs, 
you know, getting all that because that goes into <laughs> those things that you need to expect when you come back from backpacking, um, which also goes into gear, um, you know, f- to a certain degree is, um, expect a fucking the worst blisters of your life because no matter what shoes you wear you're gonna get blisters like you're moving your feet so much that you're just gonna get nasty blisters yeah i lost two toenails i think oh my gosh after my first just because of the constant i mean because it ended up the first time i ever went backpacking we went 24 miles there and back total so it was 12 up 12 back and it and I ended up just because of that constant pressure on your feet. So like, yeah, it's just something that you need to be aware of. You're putting your body through an extreme that yes, it's incredible as far as the rewards and stuff, but you're still putting your body through that. So um, yeah, and and you have to know, you know, going up. Uh, what do they say? It's um, oh, I can't remember now. It's like a, a kind of like a mantra amongst like backpackers. It's like um, up is hard on the lungs, down is hard on the legs, which sounds huh. weird because your legs are really sore when you're hiking up, but when you're yeah. coming down, you're not winded because you're sure. not having to push yourself, but your freaking legs, the amount of like, that's where you start getting like fatigue and you'll like roll your ankles because you're constantly stepping oh, down yeah. now. Like if you go up a mountain right. and then you're hiking back down after backpacking with all that weight still. Yeah, and yeah. Every step and dude, you're I mean, it's just brutal. So there's just and like I said, really the only way to train for that is to just hike with weight. Like there's really no other way to Sure. You know. So Yeah, like you just have to get used to like that like resistance that you you know, like resistance training like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's like so okay. Yeah. I mean that's that's just going to be something that I'll just have to get used to. I mean, that's the thing. Like that's part of it too. You know, I know that I'm going to get in better shape by doing these kinds of activities, you know, and by prioritizing doing these activities instead of like, you know, spending maybe as much time like playing video games or which I I mean, I love to do and it's a, it's an important part of my life, but um, getting out and getting exercise is just, it's vital, you know? And so, um, yeah, it needs, needs to happen, but I want to do it in a way like, like I said, just like walking around or running around my neighborhood is just like such a drag. Um, and so uh, yeah, if I'm going to get exercise, I might as well do it out somewhere beautiful that I actually enjoy too. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, that's going to be, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be a challenge to, uh, to do that. Um, well, and, and, uh, and again, start slow. I mean, you know, you don't just throw a pack on and go, you know, throw a 55, 60 pound pack on and go backpacking 24 miles. Like that's just not smart. You're not going to enjoy it. You're, it's really not healthy. I mean, you need to, you know, you need to kind of build your body up to it because ultimately that's going to give you the best success and it's going to be the best for you. And you're going to enjoy the process along the way because instead of dying while you're backpacking, you're going to be able to enjoy it. So, right, um, right. you know, and it gives you something to look forward to while you're doing that training, 
not actually, you know, when you do go for those runs in your neighborhood and you're like, this fucking sucks. It's like, well, you could still look at it like, hey, I'm training to be able to go into this backpacking trip or something, you know? Yeah, true. Yeah, so. and I mean, I think, like, even just getting, you know, I like I said, backpacking is uh, part of, you know, is is a part that I look forward to doing. I mean, obviously, I it requires carving out more time and stuff. I think hiking is really where I'm going to start, where, yeah. like, you know, because I can do it in a day, you know. I can go exactly. and, like, do, like, a four, even, like, a four or five-hour hike, you know, that is, like, there and back, and you know, I'm, I'm still like, I can, I can just do that on a day off and I could, I can potentially do that by myself too, if yeah. I wanted to, you know, especially not, this time of year. Yeah. Like the weather's really good. I just, mm-hmm. you know, take some water and stuff and good to go. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's probably where I'll start is like, you know, obviously trying to get some exercise around my house where I can, like in my neighborhood and whatever. And then, um, try to go like on a hike at least once a week. I think if I can, I would love to do that. Yeah. Try to go on like a hike and then I don't know. Camping is camping is like a whole ordeal, you know? Cause like camping, you're kind of like, if it's actually like choosing to say like, we're going to go to a campsite and camp, like it's kind of a whole thing. Like, especially if like it's Kara and I going and then like, we're like, okay, well maybe we should take the dogs then. And we got to like do like the stuff with the ducks. Like that's not really what I want. Yeah. Cause like, that's just basically choosing to just sleep outside, you know? Like it's like, we just chose to drive somewhere and then sleep outside instead of just like sleeping in our house. I don't know if I really like would be as excited about that. I think hiking out to somewhere and then like setting up like a camp there sounds yeah. way more attractive to me. So, I mean, there always is car camping too, which is pretty popular, which I've also done with other people mm-hmm. um, where I'll just opt to sleep outside. Whereas they'll, you know, they'll drive us up somewhere, but then um, like I did it with Tyler and Emma, um, you know, we, we drove up and they stayed in the, in the, uh, his forerunner and then i slept in my tent outside um and but that's like a fun thing to do you know you can bring a cooler so you can actually have like actual meals you know you can bring like an actual cooktop you know like a actual camping stove um and things like that and not have to worry about the the weight of your pack you know is and stuff like (laughs) that you can kind of bring like you know you can bring a full roll of toilet paper which sounds weird but (laughs) makes a difference i mean like there's just different things that you can do when you car camp and that is that can be pretty fun you know and so you know that is something that you and cara and you know the dogs could do um for sure or just you and cara do it and find a sitter for your dog for a night you know something like that yeah yeah yeah. i'm sure we could find somebody to watch our dogs for the night yeah (laughs) well i'm busy that night (laughs) we'll see we'll we'll see (laughs) we'll see um all right well look the fitness side of it if you're in really good shape you probably find that boring and if you're not in good shape you probably find that conversation uncomfortable or not fun like don't talk to me about how my fat ass can't go climb up mountains i I just don't want to talk about this right now it's fucking 2020 it's covid I, right yes i'm fat now like just leave me alone yeah, gain weight you know? leave it alone 
Yeah, just just okay. <laughs> so let's talk about freaking gear. Yeah, um, that's the fun thing to talk about anyway, right? That's yeah, that's the fun thing to talk about. So, like, okay, my first question would be because and the one of the th- the main concerns that I tend to have when I'm talking about hiking or something like even hiking long distances is like the shoes that you wear, the boots that you wear, mm-hmm. like. Okay, so we we went hiking. We were we were like we're gonna start hiking. It was like last fall. We were like we're gonna start hiking, Cara and I. Uh-huh. And uh, so we went on a long hike. I wore my tennis shoes, and I was like, my feet were just killing me. Like my arches were just killing me afterwards because I didn't have any support, like in the soles of my shoes to like, like they were just bending as I would like step up on everything you know Mm because they're like running shoes like like thin sold running shoes um meant for like running on pavement and stuff like they don't even have like and i was like slipping all over the place because they like don't have any traction or anything either yeah um so i bought a pair of boots uh the next week we both did and we both bought like high top boots and because we thought, well, these will be better for like supporting like ankles and stuff. Like you're less likely to like jack up your ankle maybe if as you're like climbing up like up on like tree limbs and stuff as you're like climbing. You know, we were up on Mount Lemon hiking, so you know, there's always like all those like big like tree roots that you're like stepping up over and stuff. Yeah. And uh so like what do you think? Like high top or low top like hiking shoes? So I've done different ones. Um, I I prefer high top um, just because I work in high top boots. So sure. I do like a lot of my day to day life in high top boots, and I mean like the like it's got like the speed laces of like four loops. So it's like it's like sure. mid like up or like right at the base of my calf muscle is like where my boots end. Yeah, and. The thing is, I've just found those to be like, you know, knock on wood, because watch, and I'm going to freaking do it. But I don't roll my ankles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, they give me a lot of support. I like them. Um, the thing I will say is that high top boots, obviously, the more material you have, the more they weigh. And yeah. when you're backpacking, um, I think they say a pound on your feet is like 10 pounds on your back. So the heavier your Whoa. boots are you do feel it. Like if you have some clunky ass hiking boots, you know, that are meant for like, Oh, I'm going to go on a two hour hike. Well, if you wear them for six hours a day for three days, hiking backpacking, you're going to hate your life. Like, yeah, it's not going to be good. So, um, I think it really just depends. I know, um, people who just do low top, like just the low top makes them super durable. They can go part of that too is like your training. So, the more you run, they say usually around like six to eight mile runs um, or like long walks of like that same distance mm-hmm. builds bone density, which is going to strengthen your ankles and everything like that. So huh. um, doing those longer runs, and I have noticed actually since I've done like longer, you know, six, seven, eight, nine mile runs, yeah. um, I don't really get lower leg injuries or leg injuries, period. Like my knees don't hurt anymore. And it's almost like I've built up that bone density, maybe, if that makes sense. Sure. Same with, like, my ankles. And so maybe that might be something 
you know, that might be worth taking into consideration, you know, trying to push yourself to those longer runs to really strengthen your legs. Um, right. You know, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I just, I like the high top, I guess, for just, even for me, I just, sure. I, I get more support out of them. And especially yeah. when you're, dude, like when you're backpacking or like hiking, anything like that, I, do I, I still roll my ankles all the time. Like, cause when I go hiking, just like on a day hike, I'll wear just like tennis shoes. Do I yeah. roll my fucking ankles all the time? I don't get really injured. Like I bounce back pretty quick, you know, and I'm like, Ooh, all right, you know, whatever. I'll catch right. myself, whatever. But I still do it all the time. Like <laughs> stupid. Sure. Yeah. And it's when I wear yeah. tennis shoes mostly, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that was the main thing when I, when I got those high top boots, I thought, you know, this will be, make it less likely to roll my ankle and stuff, which, which is good. I mean, I do have like little, little thin little ankles. And so it was like, you know, mess, less likely to mess up my ankles. And so, um, I don't know. I have a feeling those boots are pretty heavy. I, yeah. so we hiked in them like the next week and, um, it definitely was better. You know, it was like a lot better. That's good. Um, you know, it was like a four. It wasn't like crazy. It was like a four or five mile hike that we did. That's um, good though. It's good to try something out. I mean, that's decent, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was a, that was a year ago in August. So, yeah. you know, like it was, a, it was a while ago now. Yeah. Um, and I haven't done anything like that this year at all. Um, yeah. but I feel like it's just, it's become something where it's just, it's not like part of the routine of like, oh yeah, let's go like for a hike. Let's go out and do that, you know? So then we just never do it all instead right. of like it's it's a common thing that we do so then if we don't do it for a few weeks we start feeling weird and we're like oh we need to get out and do a hike or something you know right. so that's what i want to make it at least for me but maybe for me and cara like hey this is a more constant thing that we're doing so all right well yeah because i know i think tyler had mentioned that he likes to wear low top shoes yeah uh, he yeah. prefers the low top because he feels more agile with them and stuff right um which I guess it's just, you know, different folks, different strokes kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I've got a pair now, and maybe I'll just stick with those for the time being. I mean, it's it's kind of cold right now, especially if I go out for a hike in the morning and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I probably would wear them just because it's cold outside, you know. Yeah. It's like um, keep my feet warm because I think they're yeah. like waterproof and stuff too. But they're probably heavy because I wasn't taking weight into account at all when I bought them. Like, yeah. I just bought what i thought would be a quality pair i don't even know right. what brand they are you know yeah i have no idea right so you got your boots um obviously yeah. you know there's some elements of like the attire that you wear that mm-hmm. could matter to a certain extent but i feel like that's not like a huge thing just like stuff that's not like particularly heavy and you know like that's just good like active clothing basically yeah it's um it's actually probably a little more important than you might realize only because when you talk about uh backpacking if you're doing it for more than like if you're doing it for a night and really even if you're doing it for like three days there's a good chance that like unless you don't find water you're not really having to survive like you can go three days without food like it's gonna suck because you're burning a lot of calories like a shitload of calories i think you end up burning I think if you do like a like an average backpacking trip, you know, of like whatever distance, you know, like the average person goes, you know, in in five or six hour hike, you know, plus two or three days, it's something like two thousand calories extra a day that you're having wow. to burn, you know, carrying all that stuff and all that. But like yeah. 
you can still do it. So you're not really surviving, so to speak. But one of the things in surviving is shelter. That's like the number one thing that you need to make sure you have squared away. Because without shelter in certain climates, you can potentially die. So really the first thing is actually your clothing is actually super important as far as like, um, yeah, the weight is important, but also, you know, planning your hike or planning your backpacking trip. Okay. I'm starting in March where it's, you know, 75 and I'm comfortable in shorts and a t-shirt, but I'm going up to the top of a mountain tomorrow or by tomorrow night. That's going to be 32 degrees with, you know, 20 mile an hour winds. So yeah, at right. that point you need to have, you know, yeah, maybe not the clothes on your person directly, but you know, clothing is going to be like super important. So, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, the type of clothing doesn't really matter. Like if you feel com- like if you just like, you know, freaking something from Walmart that you seem to, you know, it fits you good, wear it. Like it does. I'm not sure. saying you have to go buy freaking, north face clothes or like columbia shirts you know spend 50 dollars a shirt at rei like i don't even do that that's stupid like yeah i have walmart shit and target stuff that fits really good and it breathes and i like it (laughs) so yeah yeah i mean i guess as far as that goes don't really mind the clothing a whole lot but do be conscious of like okay or like if like even if seams like it sounds really weird but like let's say like a shirt you know, you notice a couple times a day where you're like, oh, stupid seam. Like, and you try to like find something, you know, like when you're like, ah, oh, damn seam or whatever, like it, it hurts. Like, you don't huh. know, like, is there a sticker in it or something? I don't know if you've ever had that problem. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Sure. Um, on a backpacking trip, that's just going to get exacerbated. Like, that's just going to exaggerate, be exaggerated. Right. You know, like that seam rubbing the entire day by the time you're just going to be like, fuck this shirt. Like, I'm done <laughs> yeah. with it. Like, Right. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of those little things. So I would definitely say pick comfortable clothing that's going to fit your climates that you're starting at, going into, and then coming back out of. Sure. Sure. So. Okay. You got your, you got your, your boots. You got your clothes. I mean, obviously, one of the, the biggest ones is the backpack, you know? And if you're going to be backpacking, like – so, like, for me, again, we're kind of talking about a couple different things here. Can't Like, camping, whether it's, like, car camping or whatever, like, camping where you're taking a car, like, with you, mm-hmm. I feel like that is, like, j- just pack basically whatever you want. Like, right. Just, just whatever you can fit in your car. Yeah. Like, just, just take it with you. It's fine. Like, yeah. you, you can just get whatever. Um, if I'm going on a hike, I have, I have a... Um, a camelback right that i have used on hikes in the past and i feel like that's nice because although i've noticed it has a it has a shit ton of space for water and i usually end up drinking like half of the water you know like oh really okay i never seem to drink all the water maybe i'm not going on a long enough maybe it's just like hey if you're going for like an eight hour hike this is going to be enough water for you or something Right. I don't remember what it is. It's like two quarts or like something. It's a lot. I mean, it's it gives you yeah. a lot of water, um, or maybe it does it in liters, but it gives you a lot of water. And I and I always seem to have like a good amount left at the end of a hike, um, even though I I'm mean, like drinking water pretty consistently throughout. You know. Yeah. If you're pretty so, hydrated and you have water left over, that's not bad. You know. Just, sure. Yeah. You know. But it's nice because it's got like a few pockets. 
you know so if i if i wanted to put like a light jacket in there or something i could mm-hmm. and then if i wanted to you know for like my just the essentials because i know i'm i'm not staying anywhere i'm i'm going up i might hang out for a bit at my destination and then i'll hike back um you know but it's not going to be something where like i need a bunch of supplies you know yeah. like a power bar and like water and sunscreen or something you know like right and my phone you know like it's not like anything crazy that's going in there yeah so obviously very different when you're like okay everything i need to survive is going to be on my back for the next three days yeah so what is the like what what do you need in terms of a backpack i mean that's where you do go to rei i'm guessing yeah because like you need like a one of those fucking things with the frame or something yeah yeah the so it's funny as far as gear goes aside from what you wear you know like your actual person you know like you said the boots and the clothes which i'm impressed actually that you started there because most people immediately jump into like the stuff you can buy for it (laughs) sure but it's like because like clothing and shoes is not the fun thing to talk about but that's the stuff that you absolutely above all else make sure you have that so yeah you're already on the right foot and starting with with the clothing, but the next biggest thing, 100% is your backpack. You want to spend money on a quality backpack right away because that's going to make or break your backpacking experience because the amount of weight that you're carrying is, is it has to be dispersed. So like in a good backpacking backpack, it's going to be metal frame. Um, it's not visible. It's inside the backpack, but it's it's a rigid metal frame that's on the sure. inside, and it's aluminum. Usually, yeah. they're like titanium. You can get them or whatever. Um, like I'm looking at mine right now. Um, it's a uh, mine is a Deuter. Um, you can get there's different brands. There's Osprey. Um, I'm blanking on some of the names right now, but Deuter and Osprey are two that you can buy at REI. You can buy REI. That's what brand. my Camelback is. My Camel. It's not a Camelback. It's an Osprey. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like those like are same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good brands. Um, there's other ones too that are really good. But so they measure the backpacks in liters. Um, most men are going to be right around that 55 to 65 liter size. Um, okay. And that's going to give you pretty much like a two to three day pack. Um, of course you could go less. I mean, I could put enough stuff just to last me a back, like a, a two hour hike in this. If I wanted, it would just look ridiculous because sure. it'd be a yeah. pack with nothing in it. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's what you could go up to. Now mine is a 65 plus 10. So it has the top part. So like when I'm wearing it, Okay. Um, I know yeah. that people listening can't see, but you can, um, mm-hmm. you know, normally it'll sit like right here. Well, I can, it's got a extendable kind of top part that you can, it, it allows a lot more stuff to fit in. And then that thing will sit, you know, up here. Right. Um, right. And that's where you get your plus 10 from. So it doesn't have to be packed up that high, but it can be if you want it. And so sure. it's kind of nice. You get a little more versatility with those kind of like adjustable packs. Um, yeah. but the, the biggest thing is, is one that just fits you in general. And also, um, most of the weight is going to be on your hips. So you're going to have really big bruises and really shitty feeling hips a few days after you get back. There's sure. no way around that. Um, yeah. cause that's where you want all that weight to sit. You don't want it to sit on your shoulders. In fact, when you, when a backpack fits you right, um, when you look at your profile, you should feel no more than like, if I just put my hands on your shoulders and just lightly press down. Like just really? that much should be on your shoulders because you want to be able to move. Yeah. But everything should be like cinched up tight, but all that weight is on your hips. So every time you're taking a step, 
all that weight sure. so the 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 uh straps you know and all that and that's where like um i have an rei pack that i use for like my computer bag and stuff you've probably seen it it's that blue one yeah it it has a waist strap so you could use it as a backpacking backpack dude the straps are just those nylon like seatbelt style straps yeah. that thing would fucking kill me if i took that out because those little tiny straps would be digging into my hips right yeah. And plus, I mean, the you can't even carry that much weight in that thing. But sure. just for, you know, but when you look at my backpacking ones, I can actually, like when I set my backpack down, the straps actually hold the backpack from falling over. Like they're that stiff. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's like, so anyway, without getting crazy into the backpack itself, but like, you know, um, yeah, just having. It's a worthwhile a, investment. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a good, I think mine was like. 200 bucks or whatever that's absolutely something you shouldn't skimp on go to sure. rei go to a camping or a, a camping store something like that and get a good backpack ask an associate for help because a lot of them are adjustable in ways you may not know um okay. or you know you put it on and they'll be like oh that's way too small for you or that's too big for you like they'll huh. they'll get you like squared away so that you're nice you're good to go but um but yeah so cool Cool. Um, right on. Yeah. All right. So the backpack, you got to have, you got to have a good backpack. It's got to be mm-hmm. big. It's got to have a frame on it so that it supports well when you're wearing it. Um, you don't get the Jansport situation happening where, <laughs> you know, the, you know what I'm talking about? It's all like it, sags. Yeah. It's like sagging way down and like bent in half and stuff. Um, yeah. And then you're gonna basically pack that thing with everything that you could possibly need for survival for a couple of days. Um, and this is survival that's not, you know, assuming that you're gonna basically get anything other than water from the land around you. Yeah. Like this is not survival. Like, oh, we're gonna try to go fishing when we're up there to get our food. This is like we're taking the food that we plan to eat with us in the Mm -hmm. backpack so so like you you've got your you've got your boots you've got your your clothes that you're wearing when you start out your trip and then you you might have say you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt you might have uh a long sleeve shirt or uh, a long sleeve shirt and a jacket um and then pants that go into the pack maybe you know just you know, if you need to switch into pants to when it gets really cold or something or what, it, what, what's up? Do you use the, do you do the, do you do the, 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 the zip off pants? I was just going to say, I, I, zip off pants? I knew that's right. no, I don't, I don't do that. No, you could, you definitely could though. Um, yeah. I feel so, like that would kind of be worthwhile when you're doing something like this, just having those little, like, like little bottom of your pants that you can just like take off and throw in your pack yeah. or that you can put on when you need them. They, uh, it's actually, uh, maybe not like the, the, yeah, no, like definitely REI sells pants that are just like that. Like, it's not yeah. like a jokey thing. Like they have like, no, I've they seen have like, like a lot of five and stuff too. Yeah. Like the yeah. tearaway, not necessarily tearaway, but like the, the modular, we'll call them clothing, you know, where you can like, yeah, yeah. you know, you can take like the legs off or um i think even like the like the shirts you know they'll have some shirts that like you can take like the sleeves off at a certain point and then right. you know you have a short sleeve shirt whatever 
Um, uh, not not Big Five. Uh, Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> Dick Sporting. Well, at Big, Big five, five, I mean Big Five. Would, do you think they have? Do you think do they have that stuff like that at Big Five? They uh, would. It would just be like the the it's probably old. Limited. Yeah, it'd be well. Yeah. It'd be limited, and it'd be like old stuff, you know, because they sure. just get like the hand me down stuff. It's from, like re. Yeah, it's like resell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the. Um, <laughs> but yeah. basically, as far as gear goes, I would say. Um, without spending a ton of time on each individual one uh for me i kind of look at them as systems like you have different like systems right in your pack sure um and you kind of organize them at least for me and everyone's different and this is where like as you do it and as you you test stuff you know you might get something and this is where the backpacking gear gets so fun because you can spend literally thousands of dollars (laughs) because the name of the game is weight so like and I've seen some of the stuff, like we did that episode with Brandon, and then we spent two hours after that episode talking about backpacking stuff, and you guys were like looking at like some of the things that we might talk about now, but like right. in, in terms of like how much they weigh and stuff, and I remember right. you guys geeking out about some of this stuff. Yeah, well, because it's something like, you know, for example, you go to REI, and you know, you see on the shelf in one of their sections you know, one of their, one of their many options for a titanium spork. And you go, Oh my God, that's what I need. And it's $40 fucking sweet. I'm going to get this titanium spork because it weighs the same amount as like a plastic shitty spork, you know, that you get out of the, you know, but this thing is titanium. So it's metal and you know, it's, it's got a knife edge on it and it collapses into a space that's the size of a grain of rice. And you're like, sweet, this will go in my, you know, I mean, you just, you totally geek out over that because after, you know, cause you realize that really the weight does matter. Like ounces matter, grams matter, you know? And, um, and so, you know, what I would say is, um, you know, as far as the systems go, one of the things, one of the important ones is going to be sleep. Um, you're kind of like sleep system. And this is going to comprise of like your tent, your um, either s- sleeping bag and sleeping pad. I would recommend definitely a sleeping pad of some kind. They have different ones. They have ones that fold up that are more of like a foam style. They have like the one that I have, which is um, uh, it's a air mattress style. Um, okay. So, you know, you can you literally just blow it up but it it fits into a size of basically like a roll of toilet paper okay um, size you know it's it's pretty lightweight but um and then my sleeping bag is actually a bag liner because the sleeping bag takes up a lot of space because even like the nice ones that pack down they're still pretty big sure Um, you know so mine is actually a bag liner that takes up about this it's a small little you know thing that folds out and it's like a fleece liner so it's actually really warm Um, And I found that thing to work pretty good. Um, It's also going to have your tent. The tent is the thing that I would say is that can be so like, let's say, for example, you and I go backpacking, you wouldn't need to worry about a tent because I have a two person tent, which I comfortably fit into by myself when I go with other people that all have tents. It's nice because I have all the space. But if you and I went out, I would just say, don't worry about it. I got the tent. You don't have to worry about it. So, um, but getting a nice tent is also pretty good like you get your money's worth like i have a nice rei um passage too um it's a half dome it's like this or it's not the half dome it's it's the persa it's the passage two but i thought it was something anyway it's but it's a two-person i fit in it and at my height like that's good like i fit in it. it's got a rain fly 
Um, so, you know, it protects you from the elements if you need it, um, or you can have it off and you can still like see the stars, but, um, sure. you know, it's, it's a nice tent, you know, it's got pockets in it. It's, it's designed well, um, as far as like, you know, places to like hang lanterns and stuff inside of it and whatnot. Right. So right. that's pretty cool. But yeah, like your, your, your sleep system is important because that's where you're going to be spending obviously your nights. So yeah. having that stuff with you, um, you know, kind of the next thing would be like fire, um, being able to start a fire. So, you know, having, you know, like redundancy in that, right? Like you might just have a Bic lighter, you might have waterproof matches, you might have a a flint and a striker so that you can just get magnesium on a fire and just start it. Yeah. Having multiple redundancies in that is never a bad thing. Um, you know, and then in that would be kind of like cooking, um, you know, different kind of, um, you know, in my case, I, I've upgraded because I've found over the years, I, I had one of the traditional camping stoves, which is like this tiny little pocket size that screws onto a a canister Uh of, uh, of fuel. And it's just this tiny little canister that you sit your cup on and you cook with. Um, yeah, it's just a little flame. I found that I just liked the idea of a jet boil. So I kind of upgraded to a jet boil, which is like a really nice, cook system that most most backpackers and you know all those guys use um you know you can do everything from you can actually get trapezes that go inside your tent that fit like like i said with the tent they have these that actually allow your jet boil to suspend inside your tent so you can cook like over you know so you're not on the ground so like if your ground is shifty or whatever yeah you're on a sloped ground you can actually just hang it in your tent and like cook from it um but it boils cold water in like 60 seconds um because of the kind of the thermal dynamics of the bottom of the cup is just amazing and so and it uses a lot less fuel it's lightweight it everything packs into it it's got a outer ring or an outer kind of uh sleeve that you can grab on even when it's boiling you can grab it um the fork the fuel canister the lid everything goes inside of it when you're done so you can collapse it all to where it's just like the size of a bigger cup yeah um but like that kind of that was a good upgrade for me that made a lot of sense um and that goes into kind of what you had mentioned which is we're not necessarily catching our food we're bringing our food um so the ability to boil water that kind of thing which goes into fire and, and stuff too but you know just having like a jet boil to boil water purify it um right and purifying water is an important thing because you don't want to drink no matter how thirsty you are. And that can really be shitty too, is like you run out of water. Um, that happened, uh, on one of my backpacking trips where two, where two of the guys ran out of water and I didn't, cause being the bigger guy, I tend to carry more water. Um, that's just something that I've kind of done. You know, I'll carry like an sure. extra Nalgene, which is like an extra liter of water. And then my Hydro Flask, which is a liter and a half of water, as okay. well as my Camelback. So, um, and I had that that spare water, which was good for those guys. But um, if, uh, you know, if you don't find water, or even when you do find water, I mean, um, you need to purify it first. You can't just drink it, which is like the shittiest thing because you're like, so like imagine being so thirsty and working your ass off seeing water and knowing you can't drink it yet so you got to purify it which takes about 20 minutes um Ugh. you know because the little yeah. tablets don't work right away i mean you gotta let them 
kill all the bacteria. So, right. um, uh, sorry, I don't, I've been talking for a while, but you know, cause there's a lot of, I'm not, cause yeah, you could yeah. spend hours talking about each individual thing. I'm just trying to kind of blow yeah. through some of the gear as far as, you know, totally. water purification tablets and, um, you know, the food I personally, for me, um, you know, I know certain guys like different things. I love the mountain house meals. Um, those are the ones that you just see, you know, you can get them online. You can get them at REI, whatever. They're just good. Like they're kind of like the bougie camping meals. Like okay. they're the ones that like, you know, they're just freeze dried, you know, and then you just add water and then boiling, you add boiling water, stir them up and you got your bacon and eggs in the morning or you have your, you know, your lasagna at night, whatever. And okay. honestly for me, like if I go out for a day or two or one night or two nights, whatever, like I can pack four of those and that gives me four good meals and then i'll have like you know a little thing of ramen and then you know some like uh packaged noodles you know whatever just carbs carbs is really good um so yeah i don't know there's more stuff yeah i mean that that's so that's that was what i was going to get into next like after talking about you know some of this like some of the gear that you need as far as like your tent, your, your sleeping bag, um, the ways that you prepare your food. So you've got either the little camping stove or the, the jet boiler, um, to get your water boiled. You basically, that's, that's your food is like your boiling water and then mixing it with stuff that you've brought like most of the time. Oatmeal. It sounds like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just stuff mixed with boiling water basically Mm -hmm. is like the best way to do it because you have water or you get a hold of water you boil it and then you can use it to mix with dry stuff um right which is a lot less heavy maybe than stuff that's hydrated in some way um interesting yeah super interesting uh i would yeah i mean i just can't imagine like i have a tendency when i travel to overpack so like when i when i'm packing a suitcase i'm always thinking like okay but what about what about this like what if i end up needing this you know i'll like i'll pack like three jackets for like no good i'm like i'm i know i'm just gonna need one jacket right what if it gets like a little too cold for this jacket maybe i need like a little bit better you know so like i'll end up overpacking and i think that would be an interesting exercise for me in like my first backpacking trip is trying to figure out okay what's the stuff that like i it seems to me though with backpacking there's stuff that you need and then there can be things that you're like oh i happen to have this and this will be fun to have you know so like yeah there are to a certain extent things where i could like literally copy exactly what you're putting in your pack you know aside from like the tent you know and just Mm -hmm. like Okay, I'm just you. You're putting all this stuff in there. I'm gonna put all the same stuff in mine, just because you've already done this, so you kind of know what we're probably gonna end up needing. So I can at least pack these things, and then, you know, if I if I also want to take a chance and throw this in there or that in there, then great, you know. But these will be these will be the things to to start off with. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's interesting. Like, like with the food and and how it ends up getting prepared and then uh yeah so and even you know like one of the things that is is uh you know the things you don't think about 
um, is like hygiene. And so one of the things sure. that's really cool that they make is they make, uh, I don't really know. I have it. I have some, um, in my, in my uh, closet there, but I don't know like what the brand is, but you could basically call it like backpacking soap and it's, it's oh, a little okay. bottle of soap and it's, <laughs> it's like 18 uses. It's meant for, um, it's as a shampoo, a body wash, a dish cleaner, um, toothpaste. So like you can actually put what? it on a toothbrush and like brush your teeth with it. Um, you can use it to, uh, not sanitize necessarily, but clean dishes. Like it's meant to like clean your, you know, you okay. put it in your jet boil when you're done with it and you can clean out your jet boil. Yeah. Um, so it's like an, it's like, yeah, they call it like an 18 and one soap or oh something, my gosh. but, um, it's just something like that, right. Where like you get into a, you, you get done with a day of backpacking, your clothes are disgusting because you've sweated more than you've probably realized. And, you know, you stink. So you want to take a bath or something. So you hopefully you're camping near a, a lake or water source. So you uh-huh. go in that water source, you strip down to, you know, basically your underwear and you just literally shampoo, you know, or you, you know, put the soap all over and rinse off and then air dry because you don't have a towel with you. I mean, you can get like little towels, you know, but, um, yeah. You know, I just kind of air dry, and then you put either those clothes back on, <laughs> or you yeah. just packed something else that you can wear for the night, and then the next day's hike, you know, or something like that. So, right, right, um, you know, something like that, and then, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, super cool. Um, I think it's funny how how much you can talk about when it comes to backpacking versus like just like going on like hikes and stuff like Mm -hmm. you basically just like throw on some like basketball shorts and tennis shoes and go for a hike you know like take like you like grab a bottle of dasani on your way out the door and just like you know like (laughs) go on a little hike you'll be just fine you know it's it's not really the same thing um have you done any stuff where well this might be good to save for another time but I'll, i'll 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 tease it um, like stuff where like you're going off of like paths that have been created and you're actually like adventuring out into like the wilderness. Like bushwhacking. Um, yeah. No. Like some of that or anything. Um, not really for backpacking. There is moments where you're backpacking where it's fun to like when you set up camp, especially if you've had like a, a relatively good day of hiking where good is in you're not like dead you can sure. set up camp and then you can just explore. Like that's the fun thing. You set up camp and explore. Let's say you set up camp at 3 3 p.m. Well, yeah. you have until I mean 7 or 8 before you're really going to go to sleep. So for 5 or 6 hours you're basically just wandering around. You know, you're preparing sure. your water, um rehydrate, you know, refilling all your pat your camelback, whatever, you know, your hydration bladder, getting yeah. all that purified and then you're just like going out. You know, you just kind of like take a little road and you just or uh, not a road but you can go across and and look at stuff whatever so that that's sure. super fun too um the one one last piece of gear that i'll talk about that i bring that no one else does but that's fine okay. um that uh well two th- i guess two things one is a is a decent medical kit um okay. because getting injuries like bleeding of any kind like and i've done that too i've actually i rolled my ankle one time and i mean i was like my knee just would stop bleeding and I had band-aids and stuff, you know, like I had like a trauma pad that I was able to put on it and like 
I think I had electrical tape or something that I was able to like wrap it, you know? Yeah. Um, and otherwise like, yeah, that's not like a super bad injury as far as like detrimental to, you know, but it's nice. It's good to have. Um, yeah. So like a decent medical kit that has like, you know, aspirin and stuff like that, you know, just any kind of easy medication, you know, sting ointment bite, you know, cause you might get stung by something or bitten by something bug spray. Fuck. I went out one time without bug spray and God damn, it was like fucking, so many freaking mosquitoes and shit and i was like fuck <laughs> like damn it like yeah. we didn't have no one had bug spray you know and i was like fuck oh my god so yeah. um won't ever make that mistake i always in fact i put i have little side pockets on my my backpack on, in one of the side pockets is deet like i have like a little oh, deet sure. spray that's like backpacker size it's like that big yeah yeah i won't be caught without it again <laughs> but the other thing that i was going to say is i have a i have a pre-made it's like a canvas bag that I have. Um, it's about that big. And, um, I have in there waterproof matches, glow sticks, um, a bandana, a life straw, which is used for purifying water as a straw. So you just like put it into the water and suck through it. Um, just as like a last ditch effort. Um, I carry a, I carry all any electronics I have as far as flashlights, radio, anything like that. I carry all the spare batteries for those in that bag, as well as a ham radio. So I have a little handheld ham radio for which I'm not a licensed ham operator, but better damn well know that if I need communication with people, I'm, I don't give a shit about a license. I'm going to use the ham radio to call yeah. for help. So yeah. I have frequencies for weather and things like that labeled on it. So like I have that in there. Most people would look at that and go, dude, why the fuck are you bringing this? Like, we're going for two days. But it's like, you know what? I don't care. I don't mind the weight of that. <laughs> like, sure. I'm going to bring that with me. So it's just kind of like one of those, you know. And then I have like a little Altoids tin that uh, it's like a little survival kit. It's got like a razor blade, some fishing line, and some other small stuff. And it's sealed. And then it's got, I made it. It's just like a little homemade one. And yeah. then I just wrapped it in electrical tape. So that's like a. Okay you know just like a little and that's all like in one little kit it weighs a lot for really what it is but i'll always bring it with me just to just to make sure you have some of those like really bare essential (laughs) stuff like yeah like Like things really go south yeah Yeah. just something like so what do you uh so what does your backpack have a bladder built into it like a hydration bladder built in, like from from like a camel camelback, or you just like put one in there. Yeah, so I put one in there. It does, like Deuter doesn't make. I don't believe they make the actual bladder, um, but it has uh, a pouch for it. It's got the hook for it, and then you can run it out on either side. And then it has, you know, the the little keepers designed yeah, for yeah. your hydration tube. Um, sure. So I just I use a camelback one. It's a three liter. Um, same one that I'll throw in my REI pack when I go on like runs with my, with that bag on. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely filling that up when you're getting ready to leave is, is important too. But yeah, they pretty much all those backpack, I think some of them do come with them. Like you can get them with the bladder in them. I did. Sure. Mine yeah. was empty, but. Right, right. Well, that's, um, that's super cool. I, I, uh. Like I said, I think probably going on a backpacking trip is down the line a little bit, you know, because what I would really like to do, um, 
is go is for the two of us to go on a on a backpacking trip together um and even like potentially go on hikes and stuff you know if there's a if there's a day that a day of the week that actually works for us to do that but yeah um like a little backpacking trip i think would be awesome it may not be able to happen until you know middle of or late january or something like that just because you're gonna be gone all month and you know there's all this stuff going on we got freaking little newborn puppies on the way that we're gonna be dealing with and stuff so there's gonna Mm -hmm. be a lot to sort through but but uh i think in the meantime i'm gonna start trying to really make it a priority to to get out go on hikes go on walks go on runs and just start building up my like my strength and endurance so that um, I can do that. Because I think that's the thing. Like, There's so many steps to finally get to it. But if I can get to the point, like my end goal is to be, you know, I mean, I would love to do a solo trip at some point. I think I really would love to do that. I think that would be cool. But like, yeah. uh, I don't see that happening for, for a good while. But my, my, really my end goal is to get to the point where I am laying down to go to sleep in a tent way out in the middle of nowhere, you know, with you. We just freaking hiked all day and we're just like, we're just like out here. We ate our freaking mush from a can and we're like, all right, time to go to sleep. And we're just like. And it's just silent and just like the sounds of like, just like animals and, and like the freaking, freaking wind, you know? And like, that sounds like that's, that is like, we're going to, it's going to happen, John. And we're going to get to the point that we're going to get to that spot. And I'm going to turn to you and I'm going to be like, this is what I was talking about. This was, this is the moment. And we're gonna look back on this podcast when we recorded it, and I'm gonna be like, "Remember when we recorded that podcast?" And I said, "This is the moment. This is it." And then I think you can get into some sort of weird loop here with what I'm saying, but but yeah, right. basically, yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be it. That's what that's yeah. what it'll be, dude. And, um, and the nights are great. Not gonna lie, the nights are pretty cool. But I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. It's it's waking up on those early mornings, like as the sun's rising. That is where it's like, damn, this is cool, because like, because yeah. like then it starts all over, like your whole day. Like now you got to sure. pack up all your shit. Like, right? Okay, rest day is over. Like, or the rest time is over. Like now you got to pack. You got to eat, pack up your shit, pack it back in your backpack. It's all dirty now. It's sandy. You're sweaty. You stink. You're tired. Yeah. Let's fucking go back like, or go right. further, like depending on what you're doing, like that might be right. day two and you're going to day three. So you're going another day of hiking and then hiking back. So yeah, dude, but it's, it's definitely cool, man. And that's where you get like that feeling that you're anticipating. I guarantee you it's going to be worth it because it's, it's a crazy feeling, man. It's really cool to know that like even the water situation, the food, like you were surviving with nothing, your phone, I just turn my phone off. I'll turn it on with airplane mode on so that I can take pictures and stuff. Right. But like I don't get reception. And even if I did, I would have it on airplane mode. Like I don't give yeah. a fuck. You're not calling me. You're not texting me. I'm not surfing YouTube and shit. Fuck right. that. I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm disconnecting, man. It's it's yeah. a good feeling. So Totally. 
Yeah. And also, just for a side note really quick before we probably at least mention what whiskeys we drank in this episode, um, I understand for people that might be listening to this, whoever that may be, if you do go backpacking or something, you're like, wow, dude, you didn't even talk about knives. Trust me, there's a lot of shit I didn't talk about that we could easily have gone <laughs> on for hours. I always carry a firearm when I go backpacking, and I always carry a knife, like a nice fixed blade knife. And sure. uh, there's a lot of other stuff like that. So, I mean, I know that there's def because that's one of the very important things, too, is like a really good knife and protection of some kind because, yeah, you know, you do, I mean, especially out here. I mean, we have mountain lion, you know, I mean, bears, sure. there's brutal shit in these woods, you know. So, I mean, you're backpacking in an area that is not really traveled. So, you know, you get up in the right. morning and you're like, hey, that's a big old fresh piece of poop. And that's bigger than what I poop. So that's a big animal. Like, Yeah. You're just yeah. like, that's, I don't know what that is, but. <laughs> right. You know. Dude. Yeah. Well, it sounds like there's going to have to be a part two on this conversation. I think so. I think there's a lot more that we can talk about. It'll be fun to talk about it. And, uh, you know, we'll just kind of start working our way towards. And I think you should come up with questions, even ridiculous ones. Yes. Scenarios. Yeah, I actually, I actually, what, I wanted to do that for this episode, and I didn't really have them ready to go, but I am going to have them for the next time that we meet, Sweet. which this might be a good time to mention. It probably won't be next week. Yeah. Um, chances are uh, we won't have – John won't be on the episode ne- uh, next week. Uh, right now, it's kind of looking like it's going to be Mr. Bryce Dunbar who's going to be on with me um because john is just like working non-stop right now he happens to be home this weekend uh but he'll be back in phoenix starting uh, on monday and going until well starting the day that this episode comes out he'll be in phoenix indefinitely um yeah possibly possibly just up there until the new year so um yeah maybe like one trip down for for christmas or something we'll see yeah, um, kind of what it's looking like. So it'll be yeah, it'll be cool for you and Bryce to to be able to do the episode. And we've already had Bryce on, right? Yep. Yeah, we yeah. had Bryce on. Yeah, we had uh, Bryce at the on, beginning so of the year. Everybody was at the be, beginning of the year because I can't remember what happened before March. But yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. Had Brennan, and we still need Ryan on. Honestly, we still want to get Ryan on. I think it would be fun to get Derek on too. Yeah, Derek would be fun to get on for sure. I'm, yeah, there's I'm, definitely a handful of guys. Guardy, like I think it'd be great to have Michael Guard on. Yes. Um, yeah, that would be really fun. So. Yeah, I think yeah, so. We'll, we'll have we'll probably have Bryce on next week. So as of right now, that's what it looks like. He'll be on next week, and then we'll kind of play it by ear for the week after that. If John's still busy, I might find somebody else. Maybe we'll get Kara because she's around. And a who lot. knows? Your life could have changed two weeks from now, dude. You might. Well, two weeks from now, I think there will be puppies. So oh, if that's the point, if that's the case, I mean, if you got some time, that might be a fun episode for you and Car to do. Is talk about your your life with these puppies, dude. Yeah, that's true. Do a, that's do a true. freaking little update. Do a little half hour <laughs> update. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, cool. So, well, yeah. Why don't we let's talk about the whiskey a yeah. little bit, and uh, we'll kind of start uh, wrapping this baby up. We'll phase her out. So. Um, what, I mean, I'll just, I'll tell you, mine's super boring. I just, I'm drinking Bullet Bourbon again. I didn't buy another bottle of whiskey, and so I literally just have Delbach and Bullet at my house right now. I need to get more whiskey. Uh, I was going to buy another bottle for this week, but I forgot. So 
Um, it's literally just it's just bullet bourbon. Same thing as last week. And then I'm drinking this Sousa Agua Fuerte spiked sparkling water with Sousa tequila mango flavored. And it's got a sort of a sugar nice. skull type situation going on there. I dig it. Um, it's like you can feel like it's like one of the ones where like you can feel where like the label ends the seam. On, on the can, the seam oh of the of the label, yeah. you know, like it's a smaller, it seems like it's a smaller company probably, but right. I I don't know. I don't, I don't know about this, uh, this tequila seltzer. Sousa. It's, it's kind of weird. It's salsa. Salsa. Um, it's, you know, it's fun to it's say. A, yeah. It's fun to say. Not quite I mean, as they fun na- to drink. As they it is nailed to say, the, the look on the can, at least. I mean, they got it to where. I mean, I would be intrigued. It's a nice like, if I saw can. it, yeah. If someone handed cool. me that at a party or something, I'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? I'll try it. Right. Yeah. I and mean, then you'd I, be you like, know, ooh, that's that yeah. is not. Ooh, that is, that is not gin. In that there. is. Yeah. <laughs> that is not <laughs> a. Uh, well, I forgot the name. Oh, White Claw. It's not. A, it's, it's not a White Claw. No, no, no. It's not a White Claw. No. So that's what I'm drinking. Nice. Um. Yep. That boring. All right. What Bo- do you got? Boring. Um. So I, uh, as I said earlier, I already had killed this can. I think at the start of the episode, but it's a tropical hazy IPA. Um. It's called. Uh, I'll show you the can. It's pretty cool. Uh, I I don't know if I already showed it to you, slow but slow brew. Yeah, no. slow brew, and it's called. Uh, get. It, I don't know if you can. Can you read? Is it backwards for you? A slow ha. Yeah, a slow IPA. ha, get it? Because it's like a slow ha. brew company and then a slow ha <laughs> IPA. Oh, um, but is... it's a tropical hazy IPA. As as you know, I've been on the hazy IPA kick. And, uh, yeah. you know, it didn't stop with this one. This is obviously a tall boy um, mm-hmm. size can. You know, it's one pint. Um, yep. And, uh, but yeah, 6.5% alcohol definitely gave me a little, little bit of a buzz because I'm kind of running on kind of an empty stomach. Um <laughs> And uh, okay. so a tall, hazy IPA was was the start. That was almost gone by the start of the episode. Um, and then the whiskey that I was drinking tonight was I finally opened up the bottle of Del Bach that I bought probably like six months ago. In, oh, the um, classic. Yeah, yeah, the classic. Yeah, this is just their classic aged. Um, you know, it's really good. Kind of the, the staple for the company, I think, now. It's like their main... Yeah, probably like their flagship model, I guess, or sure. model their flagship whiskey. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I was saving this one for like when we could do like a a, a Delbach podcast, like a you know specific podcast about like Delbach as a company, which would be really cool. Which I still think we should do. I still want to um, do that. Yeah, but sure. uh, but I figured why wait to like crack it open? Like I might as well just drink some now. So that totally. was mine, which is obviously you know single malt Scott or it's who single malt whiskey it's not scotch it's made in america not scotch yeah um, it's american but it's it's uh 100% barley so it's a really unique whiskey that um is made right here in tucson so good stuff pretty man. awesome so and bullet dude no no lie man i mean you know obviously we're we're both fans of bullet here you know bullet hey, makers i mean hey it's really have other than i would say like a hand like maybe one or two whiskeys we really haven't dissed a whiskey i mean really not really no right. tin I mean, cup like, isn't i mean we've we've gone back and forth cup with was tin okay. cup yeah once you drink it out of the tin cup it seemed to make a difference i liked it more out of the tin you, cup you, yeah you liked it more out of the tin cup <laughs> and then uh i feel like there was there was one that i had in my collection that i brought out one time 
specifically because it was terrible, and I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I remember that. I might need that. to do that. For my next episode on, I might need to get another one that I don't <laughs> like a whole lot, and I'll bring sure. that out. Like something that you haven't tried in a long time. Yeah. You try it again. See if you like it now. See if I see if like it changed. That. And I actually have one that I might need to do. So Okay. All right. Yeah. So anyway. Well, right cool. On, I think uh this is good, you know? Yeah. This this is this is good. We uh we'll we won't we won't see you next week, but we'll see you. Uh, on the next one. See you on the next one, which might be a Christmas episode because that would put it at the week of Christmas. Uh, oh, or no, true. the week before, actually. Cause which would be good. Christmas is yeah. three weeks away. So we. Yeah. So that would be good. We could do like a Christmas episode or something. And it would actually, we'd record it the week before and then it would be released on the week of Christmas. So that would be, maybe, we could maybe that would be do timely. That. Yeah. Maybe we'll see, have to do see, that. Uh, maybe I'll have to, I'll bring all this stuff again with me up to Phoenix. That way, if I can record one. There you go. We'll record one up there. So <laughs> that's the way. All right. Sweet. Sounds good, man. Right on, dude. Good stuff. Oof.